Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hi, I'm Max. And I'm Skylar. Recently, we decided to start watching Bob's Burgers to see what it was all about. And it didn't take us long to become completely obsessed with the show. But one of the things we love the most about the show is the brilliant end credit sequences. Which is why we created this podcast. Each week, we're going episode by episode to talk about the elaborate end credits. We're excited to have you join us right here on Bob's Credits. We'll make sure the Bob's Burgers end credits get the credit they're due. All right! Last Christmas, I gave you my heart, but the very next day, you chip chip a Oh, so they broke up with you? Is that what it is? What? Wait. You chip the very next day you chip chip a roo. I is a, think this, this is, is what I think is happening. No, this is a happier song. No, this is what I think is happening. Tell me. She's like, or they're like, whomever they are. Or like, last Christmas I gave you my heart. And then you chip chip a root and I was like, peace. Chip chip a root was like skipping off to be like happier somewhere else. Is that No, she was so not on board with the chip chip a oh. that she was like, no, thank you. Is this coming from a personal place? No. <laughs> Did I do that chip chip a for another Christmas no. episode? I might. Are you sure? I'm positive. I would okay. remember. Yeah. It's a Christmas episode. So we are Christmas themed and chip chip a a Christmas chip chip a Scrooge. Okay. I like that. I don't Scrooge, know. Chip chip a Scrooge. Okay. Oh, I don't know. Great. Good job. Thanks. <laughs> And for uh, dup, 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 dup. <laughs> I got nothing. I think we should. What jump. was that? Dup, dup, dup. I don't. I didn't know where to go from here. This is. Sh- am I gonna have to keep that in? Yeah. Oh god. Oh god. Okay. Let's jump right into. Do you have any Christmassy thing you want to discuss with me here? We're recording any- this way way before Christmas. This episode came right after Thanksgiving. But in the Bob's world. But if you know Linda. It's never too early to start the holiday season. Linda or Skylar. She's raising her eyebrows at me. I have said this a million times and I don't care. I'll say it again. The Bob's Burgers writers just give us the most amazing fall season. They're like, here's a Halloween episode. Here's a Thanksgiving episode. Here's a Christmas episode. Yeah, I don't know if that's necessarily... Their decision, I think it's how many episodes they have to do, and then based on like other Fox programming, sometimes things get bumped. 
Yeah, and they have to happen before the holiday. So yeah. they're always like prioritized. Yeah, this one was wedged into November and mm-hmm. it was the last episode we got for 2016. Wow. The next episode we do was in 2017. Ugh. Long yeah. wait. Yeah. Long wait. Long wait. Bob's loves to make us wait. Yeah, it's probably stupid football or something. Yeah, makes sense. First of all, I need to know, do we have holiday-themed burger puns? Oh, we got some holiday themes coming up. Don't worry. I love you so much. Of course. You I just, wouldn't. you get my heart. Yeah. All right. Now that I'm very excited, let's go ahead and do Skylar Sides, the fun facts before the fun facts. Dish it, girl. This is something we've talked about a lot, which is where is the Bob's Burgers universe set? And it is 100% in New Jersey. It is called Seymour's Bay. We know all this. We've discussed it on this podcast before. But do you know where Wonder Wharf was inspired by? Because it is not Coney Island or, um, you know, the Jersey Shore. Santa Monica Pier? No. By, by us? But you know what? It feels like the Santa Monica Pier. It does. Because it's rinkety. Yeah, rickety. Rickety. I love that I just created a new world. I, I like rinkety. Rinkety. It yeah. says it all. So both H. John Benjamin and Lauren are from New England. So when they were trying to decide where to set the show, they definitely, they wanted to do it there. Um, but that didn't work with John Roberts. New Jersey accent, and also, I didn't know this because I'm not a Family Guy fan, but Family Guy was already set in Rhode Island. Yes. So that's why it was New Jersey. But when creating the theme park and Wonder Wharf, Lauren drew on his memories um, from going to, and tell me if I'm saying this right, Nantasket Beach. I have no idea. Sounds good to me. Yeah. And so basically, he went there when he was a kid. And it was the amusement park was like a little bit grungy, basically. And do we think it's still around? I looked it up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But Has, I didn't. See- I want to know if any of our listeners have been there. DM us. Let us know. I'm curious about it. Or did you like grow up going there? Yes. I was- I'm, I'm curious. You apparently went to the uh, original Wonder Wharf. Yeah. Let us know. Let us know if you ever saw a guy with an eye patch walking around. Yeah. In a suit and a cape. And his little (laughs) (laughs) go-karts. Oh, this is a very... um, Fish odor heavy episode. I love me some fish odor. All right, let's do these burger puns. The reigning champ. They are not burger puns. Okay. Because last year we did burger puns for holidays. So we're going to switch it up this year and we're going to do pest control truck holiday themes. I love it. Are you ready for your first pun, Skylar? Yes. Silent mice. Bobs. Yes. Your next pun is Fleas Navidad. That is so good, Max. Yes. Your next pun is Little Saint Tick. Oh, that's so good, too. Max? Yes. Oh, are you going to go four for four again? And your final pun is Eight Crazy Bites. Bob's. Max. No, oh. I'm I'm sorry. That's still very good. Oh, thank you. I was proud of that one, to be honest. Um Oh no, you were saying your your performance was very good. Okay, <laughs> thanks. I liked eight crazy bites. I thought it was fun. 
you you just nail it. You know, got to toss some Hanukkah love in there. Should we get into this episode? Let's do it. Skylar, can we have the title and synopsis for Season 7, Episode 7, please? The title is The Last Gingerbread House on the Left. It's Christmas, and Bob is stressed about not having enough money to buy the kids presents. Linda, trying to lift holiday spirits as she does, decides to take the kids caroling. And Bob is totally ready to go until Mr. Fishoder lures him to his place to compete and lose in a gingerbread house decorating competition. This episode came out on November 27, 2016. It was written by Nora Smith and directed by Chris Song. Tell me your thoughts on the episode, Skylar. This is actually one that has grown on me. Same here. I would never say, you know, a year ago, maybe like, oh, this is my favorite holiday episode. Right now I'm blinking on every single other holiday episode. But we did rank we our did, holiday episodes yes. over on Patreon already. If you oh. want to go subscribe there and listen to that. Yeah. So this has really grown on me. I think. One, because of your theory, how Mr. Fishoder, honestly, every day he grows in our hearts. My appreciation for Mr. Fishoder, yeah, just grows and grows and grows. It's not, it's, there's never been a decline, there's never been a dip. It's just been a steady incline graph. Yes. For Mr. Fishoder. While we're talking about him, real quick, I want to say that Kevin Klein, who, yes. you know, well known Hollywood actor, Theater actor, does the voice for Mr. Fishoder. He was nominated this year for Outstanding Character Voiceover Performance. This was the 69th Primetime Emmy Awards. And he lost to, we mentioned, Family Guy. He lost to Seth MacFarlane, who does like almost every voice on Family Guy. <sighs> Animation's so tough. I feel like the same things when, I'm sorry. I want to recall. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm uh, with you. That just... Put me in a bad mood. Especially because one of uh, Seth MacFarlane's voices is really just his voice. Oh, really? I have, I just don't, I know nothing. His Peter Griffin's great. It's fun. Okay. And so Stewie, what, whatever. Okay. But Kevin Klein as Mr. Fishoder is my favorite. So good. And I think we should give him that Emmy. I think we should go break into Seth MacFarlane's mansion, mm-hmm. Bling Ring style. Oh, I want to watch that documentary. Track down that year's Emmy. Okay. Steal it. Okay. Go break into Kevin Klein's mansion, uh-huh. bling ring style. You think he has a mansion? Put, oh, I'm sure he does. Okay. Or he's, maybe he's got like a little, uh, some larger houses throughout the country. Oh, as one does. Yeah. He's he's doing well for himself is what I'll say. Great. Yeah. And we'll go put that Emmy in Kevin Klein's home. Okay. There's also an Emmy next door to us sitting on a coffee table unprotected that we could very easily steal. There is? Yeah. On our walk, that sound studio. Oh. They just keep it on the coffee table out oh, okay. there. You okay. can see it through the door. Well, now if anyone anyone breaks in, <laughs> seals, they're going to think it's us. So, well done. Okay. So, there's a few things that I didn't appreciate about this episode that I now really appreciate. One is Bob. And I wrote in my notes... Bob's Christmas anxiety. One of the first scenes is Bob is just, he's really stressed about, he wants to give his kids a good Christmas, but they don't have the means to. And the kids happen to have created binders for them this year. So 
I just thought it was such a real and honest parent moment. And I really liked seeing that. I like those moments between him and Linda. And I really like that Bob stands up for himself in this episode. It is so rare that we get to see him stand up for himself. And when Mr. Fishoder starts calling him names and inviting him to be the punching bag, he stands up for himself. But it finally clicked for me this time. It's not because he wants to stand up for himself. They planted his deep desire to give the good to give the kids a good Christmas in the beginning of the episode. So his strength comes from, I'm going to win this prize that my kids would love. And so I now, because it's for my kids, I will now stand up for myself and I'm going to win this competition. Yeah. And it's like you said, the entire episode, his motivation is giving his kids a beautiful Christmas that they'll love. Mm-hmm. His motive, the reason he stays there and does the contest is because he's going to get rent covered. So mm-hmm. he has the money to buy his kids gifts instead. Mm-hmm. Then, yeah, like you said, to like win the contest, it's to give these kids this albino polar bear cuddle. It's so sweet. Yeah. It's so sweet. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm with you in that I didn't appreciate it. This is the beauty of Bob's Burgers mm-hmm. and what we get to do on this podcast and rewatching and rewatching and rewatching. I think eventually we're going to have to go like re-rank episodes that we've ranked because I think it changes. I really oh, it does. it totally does. Um, and I will say that the movie and season 12 has given me more appreciation for this episode. Let me explain why. Bob says to Mr. Fishoder in almost a throwaway line, but it's actually very important information. He says, actually, every year, my mother and I, this was our thing. We would decorate gingerbread houses together before she died. And so I never really like hooked into that line. But as you're watching him like sitting there, like he's really good at it. Mm -hmm. And I love his gingerbread house. I just see him getting to express his creative self with his mother every year as a teenager, sitting by his mom, making these gingerbread houses. And my heart melts. Yeah, it's very special. He's, you know, we know he doesn't have a great relationship with his dad. And he's just got such fond memories of the stuff he does with his mom. Yes. Yeah, it's it's really heartwarming. And it makes his win even better because it the it comes from his mom, mm-hmm. you know? We might have to do a fan theory. His mom just seems lovely. Why is his mom with his dad? I don't know. You never know. You know, maybe his dad, maybe his dad was great until they lost his mom. Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think like, he pushed him like, hard. Or maybe she like balanced. She helped balance out kind of how his dad was. Yes. And then when he lost his mom, his dad, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so sad. I I love young Bob. I also just really enjoyed rooting for Bob. Mm-hmm. It was really fun. Tell us about the B story. What do you love about it? Well, I love Teddy getting to step in <laughs> as kind of a Carol dad. <laughs> caroling dad and he's thrilled he's like so excited he loves bob so much but to get to but to get to step in yeah and be these kids uh father figure for the evening is everything to him i have to say that at the beginning of this episode gene has one of my all-time favorite lines okay 
in a Bob's Burgers episode. Oh my gosh. He refers to the King James, King James Bible as Ving Rhames Bible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and every time we watch this, I have to explain to Skylar who Ving Rhames is, <laughs> which is great. Um, but if does. you don't know, Ving Rhames, a uh, very popular Hollywood actor. He's in movies like Pulp Fiction, a lot of 90s movies. I mean, Gene's arsenal of pop culture references is one of our favorite things. He's actually, as we're recording this, we're going to end up watching The People Under the Stairs. Oh, yeah. Ving Rhames is in that movie, oh, by the yeah, way. Oh, yeah, and you saw him at the grocery store. Yeah, there you go. Oh, I've told you that right. story so many times. <laughs> but I just love when he just like refers to it as Ving, the Ving Rhames Bible. And so good. Pop corrects him. Also, something funny that Gene says is, at some point he says to Bob, I think it's when... Bob is going to go into this, do the like gingerbread competition. Mm-hmm. Gene says that he needs a Venetian mask and a thong, which is a reference to Eyes Wide Shut, which is a Stanley Kubrick movie from uh, starring Nicole Kidman and Tom Cruise. Not a great movie, oh. but here's the plot from okay. Wikipedia. It centers on a doctor who is shocked when his wife reveals that she had contemplated having an affair a year earlier. Mm. He then embarks on a night-long adventure during which he infiltrates a masked orgy of an unnamed secret society. Duh. So that's the reference. Great. With the Venetian mask and the thong. Great deep cut. Gene's, you know, the fact that Gene has seen Eyes Wide Shut, knows it well enough to reference it at his age. Very specifically. Hilarious to me. You tell me, and I've gone on a gene tangent, but tell me what you think of the B story. Because it's going to play heavy into our end credits. I love it. First of all, I'm totally like Linda where I have a great idea about holiday stuff. And it's never as fun as I think it is. So I love that she thinks they're going to gather a whole community and they're going to pass out hot cocoa and cider. And that's not how it turns out. And I love that we get to meet a misunderstood character. I love stuff like that. I love that he's making a hazelnut winter salad. And I think that I'm going to make us a hazelnut winter salad for Christmas because it just sounds so good to me. Sign me up. So I really like that. And I like how much hot cocoa is referenced in this episode because it just gives me all the holiday feels in there jackets and their light up necklaces i just want to say while you're talking about how linda's plan and her like hopes that neighbors Mm -hmm. will come out and join them Mm -hmm. that couple who they go sing to and they said no you come out and sing with us and they kind of close the door on them uh, i felt like that was us a little bit that's you that's me you were you're too kind and you would have a hard time saying no even though i don't think you want to go caroling no but you would have a hard time saying no if like people caroled for us and then they asked you to join. Here's my problem. If people were better about taking no's, I would be fine saying, oh, we have plans tonight. But people are just so pushy. Yeah. And I don't care. Yeah. So uh, Skylar almost got sucked into uh, Neighborhood Watch. Oh, my God. Because she has a hard time saying no. <laughs> this is not like the kind of Neighborhood Watch I want to be in. Oh, my no. God. What if they're listening to this? There's no way they're listening to this. Okay. I hope not. This, this was me. This, She's that, like, they would have to. It had to be neighborhood listen if they were listening <laughs> to this. So we were like across the street. We'd said our polite hellos, and they were like, "Oh, by the way, we're hosting a neighborhood watch meeting." We're like so far down the block. Yeah, they're calling point. out to us. And I go, 
oh, um, I don't know. Like, and I panic. I'm like, let me give you my phone number because I didn't have my phone. And it's like, why did biscuit, I do that? I, I had already run down the street. Yeah, I don't want to give people my phone number because then they use it. It all worked out okay. As long as we avoid them for the rest of our lives now. Yeah. Anyway, I love this episode. And you know what? I might like the end credits just as much or even more as the episode. They plant kind of this song, You Can't Spell Christmas Without Us, a lot. But we don't really get to hear a good version. So that's going to be important for the end credits. Yeah, I think we should get into them because I'm with you. I think these end credits are phenomenal. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Let's listen to the last moment, which is one of my favorite moments of the show now is Bob and Mr. Fishoder having kind of like this as heartwarming as Mr. Fishoder can get moment mm-hmm. as they're watching Bob's family play with the albino polar bear and the wealthy, lonely men play with the polar bear. We didn't talk about them, and I thought they were very well constructed. It was hysterical. Me too. I didn't like them, again, the first, the first time. time I watched this, but I love them, especially, is it Godfrey? I don't Godfried? know. The, the really old guy. Okay. In the wheelchair. Oh, okay. Who judges the contest. Okay. Also, 
the fact that they all pull out guns and just shoot them around at the end is just and the does it it's get not more, Ave Maria, but I love the slow mo. It's such a great sequence. Classic music, yeah. You know, Bob, that family of yours, they're uh, they're lucky to have you. Thanks, Mr. Shutter. Okay, now you say something nice about me. You have pretty uh, eye. Sounds like a line, Bob, but Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Mr. Fishhunter. Ooh, got the music. I can spell Christmas without you, but that would break my heart in two. Tell me what happens after that fantastic moment between Mr. Fishhunter and Bob. We hear this piano, like, ta 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 I like to think it's Mr. Fishhunter playing that, by the way. Oh, Off Lord, camera. yes. He, we know he can do it. And then. Bourbon. Oh, Bourbon. Oh, bourbon. I'm so excited. Me too. Okay, so then what do we see? We are in the generic kitchen sequence. Bob, Louise, Tina prepping burgers, not reacting to anything that's going on around them, but standing behind them, kind of closer to the camera for us, performing for us, is Linda and Oscar, voiced by David Herman, who's Mr. Fr- he sounds very much like Mr. Frog. Yes, it kind of... They could be brothers, honestly. Sure, they might be. Yeah, they kind of look got similar cardigan too. Things. Yeah, yeah. He's singing the high part, as he said. He's a great soprano, harmony. which Bob was supposed to be. Isn't that sweet? So good. I think that she brought him to the restaurant because she's like, I finally found my duet partner that I've been searching for. Mm-hmm. That's what I think happened. And then we can t- kind of see briefly in the window some of the old wealthy men on the other side of the restaurant in the service window so we know they're going to join in anytime now yep you can spell christmas without a me but that would be a tragedy so there they are they, they all in. lean in and they're all wearing their tuxedos so it really does feel like this great like backup choir for them i love the little dance move linda's doing there She's elbows like a, like a yeah, turkey yeah. turkey arm Louise is going to get the burger to put in the window. So they're just, the three of them are not reacting to any of this. Now, you think it might be over. I'm smiling ear to ear. Me too. You think it might be over. Mm Mm-hmm. By the way, no one is there to deliver that burger because Linda is too busy performing. <laughs> She's here. getting cold in the yeah. window. Thank you. I want to say real quick there, audio wise, it's been a long time since we've had a song kind of like end at the appropriate time before the like 20th Century yeah. Fox logo comes okay. in. So that's nice to have like the song end and a thank you at the end. Yes. And it's satisfying because th- you love the song so much. I want to talk about something that we talked about, I think maybe last, no, two weeks ago. Lauren Bouchard likes these Broadway tunes, but he wants them done imperfectly. And this is the perfect example of that. They're all harmonizing correctly from what I can hear. And I'm horrible. At, I have like a really bad ear. But it's so imperfect, and that's what makes it perfect. Yeah, I love all their voices. Their voices all mix together so well. And I love that high voice that it's not its not really like a great high voice. It's like a head voice, and he's just singing like, I don't know. 
I think uh, it. I think Oscar did a wonderful job. Yeah. What happens at the very end there? We get a nice little bonus should, at the I end. I think you should say Okay. It. So Gene has been MIA, as he usually is in the generic credit sequence. Usually you're expecting him to come in in his burger costume, just walking across the screen from the right side. This time he's in his burger costume, but he's pushing Gottfried, who I think is that, I think that's his name. Uh huh. In the wheelchair. Is he? Or he's, I think he's is like, he riding I, it? I think he like pushed it. And now he jumped on it. Oh kind of gosh, like, yes. It's kind of like riding it. That's hysterical. Before it cuts out, Gene and, would be friends with him or think he befriended him. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, it's hilarious. And who I, do you think's talking at the end? Oh, I think it's just one of the the, the rich food. guys. I don't know which one particular. No fish odor. No fish odor. Interesting. It's in, yeah, it's very interesting. Unless he's playing the piano off camera. Oh, I love that idea. Do you think that they all went to the polar bear thing and they were like, oh, I love normal people. Let's go get a burger. What's a burger? I think that's exactly it. They all kind of like decided to go and see how the normal, the, the regular people live. So this idealizing Christmas caroling actually did come true for Linda. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. I mean, if we think this is really happening shortly after, I think Don't it is. take this away from me. I think it is. One thing I forgot to mention real quick for my fun facts is that the title of this episode, The Last Gingerbread House on the Left, uh-huh. is a play on the 1972 horror movie, The Last House on the Left, which is, I won't get into the plot mm-hmm. uh, because it's pretty brutal, but it is like the least Bob's, bo- <laughs> bur- the least Bob's Burgers-like horror movie of all the horror movies. Is there a rich, weird society? No, I don't think so. They just like the... the There was a Wes Craven movie, I'm pretty sure, and it got a lot of um, flack back then for being a little bit too much. Oh, God. Yeah, anyway. I much prefer this. Yeah, don't take us out of these beautiful, heartwarming end credits. Do you want the lyrics to We Can't Spell Christmas Without Us? Yeah, and I love that that's not true. What? You can smell Christmas without us. Yes. That's, I mean, duh, that's the joke. Like, I'm not trying to explain the joke that you guys already get. The joke is that you can, but it's also, it has an us in there. Which plays to Linda's point about bringing community together during the holidays. It's a perfect song. Yeah. The song goes, I could spell Christmas without a U, but that would break my heart in two. You could spell Christmas without a me, but that would be a tragedy. We need S and U's this time of year because we can't spell Christmas without us. Because we can't spell Christmas without us. I freaking love it. And I love seeing, normally I say I love when I get to see Bob experience joy because it's so rare for him. But I love Linda get to, Linda getting to experience pure joy in her big flashy way. I think I can jump right into scoring these. Let's I don't need do to it. do highlights to lowlights because I honestly don't have lowlights for this. I don't either. For this one. Okay. We score on a scale of one to 10 H's at the end of Tina's uh. Do you want to do it at the same time? Yeah. On one, two, three, shout out your score. Okay. One, two, three, 10. ten. Oh, oh I knew it. I knew it. I want a whole track to this. Maybe it is. There Maybe might be there one. is. Yeah. I'm sure there is. Oh my gosh, we have to play this yeah, this year. I love this song. The piano going into it gets me going. Everyone's vocals. The end credits, I I love... Typically, I'm a little hard on like when 
like Bob and Tina and Louise aren't reacting or like doing yes. things. And they're just like, but I love what they wedged in here from the episode yes. itself. And just like Bob, Tina and Louise just being normal. I like, I like that here. And then you get, I would give this a 10 without Gene. But, Me too. But it it is hysterical. Yeah. Gene could just walk in as he normally does. Yeah. Yeah. But to get Gottfried in there, or Godfrey, I love how I have to say his name wrong each time. <laughs> it's just great. I love these eccentric old rich men having fun. And I love Linda getting to lead the song she's been wanting to lead the entire time. I just realized something. In the beginning of the Gingerbread House storyline, Bob was like, y'all don't spend Christmas with family. And they have like really sad, lonely, rich people Christmases. So Linda gave them the gift that they can't buy themselves. I agree. Yeah, this is nice to see them having fun. They had this moment with the polar bear where they were invited. They got this like this act of kindness from Bob, which they're probably not used to, you know, giving acts of kindness and receiving acts of kindness. Yes, a currency other than money. Yes. And now they get to spend time with this family who knows how to have a good time without money, who knows that it's not about money and just show them. Amen. What you can do. See how deep this is? Mm-hmm. This is why we do this. Mm-hmm. And that's why I bought our pumpkins. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Max was like judging me for decorating for Halloween. I don't judge you. I'm always, every every <laughs> every year when we go to get the pumpkins, Skylar goes in and I, I stay in the car because I've got Biscuit in the car with me. And then she comes out with this giant cart of pumpkins. And I'm always like, even though it's every year, I'm always surprised at how many pumpkins are in the cart. <laughs> But it looks amazing when we get here. I'm just like, my eyes go, whoa. When I what see are you really cart. thinking? Like, dear God, I should have gone in with her to control her. No, because I know I would be no fun in that scenario. It's best I'm, I do it alone. I love you more than ever when you're coming out with the pumpkins. Okay, good. Yeah. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Those are the end credits to The Last Gingerbread House on the left. I'm going to say... Follow us. Oh, yeah. Follow us on social media. Bob's Credits. Follow me on social media, Instagram and Twitter at Hello He's It's super Max. Super funny. Follow Skylar on Instagram. I'm super emo. No crying and cooking. Just kidding. And uh, what else? What else do you want to say before we get out of here? I just want to say stay kind. Oh, I love that. Spread some cheer around. Oh my God. See, this is why they've got a 10 because of how they're leaving yes. us feeling. Thank you, Bobs, for the holiday gift. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.